Shalom and welcome to Parashah's Christmas, the weekly fix for spiritual lessons taken from the Parashah. Have your coffee and let's take a look at the weekly Torah reading. This week we'll be looking at Parashah Shoftim, which runs from Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 18, to chapter 21, verse 9. Enjoy it, and don't forget to give us your feedback on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or via our website. Hello, corruption, my old friend. His eyes darted this way and that to make sure that no one was looking. He pulled the envelope from his jacket and thrust it into the hand of the man he was talking to. They smiled at each other before leaving, thinking that everything had gone perfectly. But someone had been watching. Bribery seems to work well. Whether it's in the case of an individual bribing another to turn a blind eye, like in the cloak and dagger scene I just described, or whether it's the case of a whole firm being charged with corruption, like the Lafarge Holcim cement-making firm, which, according to The Economist, apparently sent money to armed groups controlling roads and checkpoints in Syria in order to keep their businesses running. And it's not just companies or unimportant individuals that seem to be prone to corruption. There are many cases of prime ministers or presidents taking bribes while they are in office in order to gain an unfair advantage. It seems that a secret and illegal gift works like a magic bullet. This week, as usual, Moses is continuing to recap and expand the Torah that God gave us. While this week is the usual eclectic mix of different topics, there does seem to be one common theme, justice. Moses starts off by reminding the people not to accept bribes, but he also seems to specifically be speaking to the judges that he says should be instated once we make it to the promised land. These guys are supposed to be the one punishing wrongdoing, so they shouldn't even think of becoming corrupt. Neither should, by the way, the kings that were going to rule over us. Moses tells them that they need to be aware of the various different laws and look after our people. We also learn about the cities of refuge again, as well as the fact that everything has to be decided by two or three witnesses. Everything this week speaks to us about doing what is right and avoiding wrongdoing and corruption. Corruption on the part of judges, on the part of the king, and on the part of witnesses. However, as even a cursory reading of the Tanakh tells us, our people didn't listen to Moses. The majority of our priests, leaders, kings, and judges became corrupt and abused the people. False witnesses and false prophets were sought in order to deceive kings and judges. Corruption was everywhere. Comparing the ideal standard that God gave us and that Moshe reminds us of this week with what actually happened later on is heartbreaking. Because of our corruption, God ultimately chucks us out of the land. But actually, this really shouldn't come as a surprise to us. Societies, leaders, and judges are corrupt because humanity as a whole is corrupt. We've corrupted, damaged, and ruined ourselves. Sure, there are always exceptions, but even today, corruption runs rife whether you live in Dresden or Delhi, because those cities are filled with fallible human beings who have broken themselves, who've become entirely corrupted. And before you think that I'm getting on my high horse, I'm also talking about myself. In Tehillim, the Psalms, we read several times that there is no one on earth who is truly good and who hasn't corrupted themselves morally. But thankfully, there is some positive news. In the middle of all this talk about justice in this week's parasha, we have a curious passage about a prophet who's supposed to be like Moses and who we're supposed to listen to, and that if we don't, there'll be tremendous consequences. Who could it be? 
Rashi, the great rabbinic commentator, doesn't know who he is and doesn't even offer a guess. Neither does Ibn Ezra. But imagine if there were someone like Moses, a leader who was not susceptible to take a bribe or to be corrupt, who led the people out of slavery and gave them the hope of a new life, and who taught the people how to truly follow God. Imagine if this prophet was Yeshua. When he lived on this earth, Yeshua spent his time teaching the people how to follow God, and he worked miracles. He healed people, cleansed them, and when he died, he freed them from slavery to this corruption that mastered them. Now, in him, we can have a new life, one that will ultimately be free from the corruption that so enslaves us. All of this sounds amazing, but I'm sure the skeptics among you are thinking that it's all too theoretical. If that's you, then I encourage you to speak to the millions of both Jewish and non-Jewish followers of Yeshua who've been set free from drug, alcohol, and sex addiction through Jesus. I encourage you to speak to criminals who have had their lives turned upside down by the rabbi from Nazareth. He really is the prophet like Moshe that God promised us. Not just some great teacher and leader, but one who brings real and vital change to our lives. So corruption, the old magic bullet. It works as a quick fix, but it ultimately drags us into more and more trouble until we're so thoroughly corrupt and morally broken that we don't know how we got there. It influences religion, politics, science, and even whole societies. But there is another way. Its days are numbered. Are you fed up with constantly doing things you don't really want to do? Trying to make yourself a better person? You won't be able to, because you, just like me and like the rest of humanity, are too corrupt and too broken to change. But Yeshua is willing and He is able to change you if you're willing to come to Him and ask Him to change you. Are you willing? And if He does change your life, Will you dedicate it to him? That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our parashah as present. Please don't forget to subscribe to make sure you get the latest episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so please get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or via our website at youdenfearjesus.de.